We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And before we get into the breaking news, I just want to play this clip from the podcast, Good Children. Here it is. You say gabagool. No, I know, I know what gab, like I've heard that before, like, but what so is it's it? It's Capricola. Capricola. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. I love them. They're funny. Oh they are funny. God. I listen to a, I li that. Here's TikTok, TikTok works. I listened to a few episodes of the show because of that. Me too. Me too. Good children. Because they're like Long yes. Island boys. That's why they say like no, Gabagool. they're fun. Yeah. They're fun. And they got Julia Fox. I listened to the whole episode of that and they, um, they met her at a party, I think. And then they, I think they, shout out to them. They kind of bombarded her and were like, you have to be on our <laughs> podcast. And she, to her credit, did her research, looked them up, did, a, you know, obviously like checked on it and was mm -hmm. like, actually, I I'll do want to be on their podcast. I'll do it. Oh, Julia yeah. Fox loves doing research. Did you see, as I expected, she released a statement on the Met Gala and said that it was like classist, etc. and a bad look? Of course she did. And then she wore a tube top made out of ties <laughs> in Los Angeles. <laughs> she said, bitch, I'm Avril Lavigne. And Timmy, Los Angelino that he is, couldn't be me. Saw her. Saw her. Spotted her. Spotted her yeah. and was like, I think I just saw Julia Fox. What was she wearing? And he was like, he described. Brown skirt. This he brown said brown skirt. Thing. He didn't say tie top. He said brown skirt. He didn't notice. I said, the I don't know how you missed. She's wearing a bunch of ties around her tits, but <laughs> he brown didn't skirt, see that he part. Said. We sent the photo, and he was like, "Yeah, that's what I saw he her said, wearing." Clear glasses, long brown hair, brown skirt. God. Okay. The actual breaking news. Michelle and G Flip are married. Michelle <laughs> and G Flip are married. They're married. I hate doing Netflix promo, and I hate that this is all really just selling Sunset Spawn. But oh my God. 
they're they're married and that the fact that that is Netflix spawn is like really not great for my view of them you know I love them they are like number one who's right now mm-hmm. in our in the realm of who's that we talk mm-hmm. about wow like but what's going on here I well I want you to do that I just want you to be clear happy for them but of course G-Flip announced their tour 15 minutes before the marriage post, mm-hmm. okay? The single, like, Be Your Man, which is literally their, like, the single that G-Flip, G-Flip wrote about Chriselle mm-hmm. was also released the same like day. 10 minutes before. Three yeah. hours before the marriage post. And guess what comes out in nine, eight, eight days? Selling, Selling Sunset, Sunset season, season six. 6. There is just... That is too many things. If it was just the song, if it was just the show, if it was just the the album, the tour, whatever, I might be more. They also just announced their tour. So I said, yeah, fifteen minutes, fifteen minutes before the marriage post, G Flip announced a tour, their first ever U.S. uh, plus a little bit of Canada tour. Yeah, are we gonna go see them at Music Hall of Williamsburg? I do it. I would go. I would go. (laughs) I will say I would go. That's very you to say that. I will say I would go. I, you would say that you would go. <laughs> I Number one, they get a pass from me because you get gay rights. You get like queer marriage, later yes. in life coming out story. Love to Love see Love that. It, right? Our favorite reality star. Yes. Obviously the protagonist from one of the greatest reality shows. A reality but, star yes, I actually obviously. like from a show that I actually like and watch. But all of this stuff, all of these sort of coincidences, the like um, it's monetization of Gage. it all. It's giving Lucas Gage. And I feel like you know I can't be a hypocrite. It's giving but there Lucas is Gage. nothing more gay right. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. There's nothing more gay rights than gay people treating marriage like straight people have for decades. Like get like Lucas it's Gage, true. Chris Shell treating marriage like it's a tool in the arsenal of promotional pieces. Oh, if we that can get is married as case. easily as you can get married now. Well, we're gonna go ham. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that's fucking it's gay rights. And I think if anything, like. We can be side eye at these people all we want, and we but will we be. celebrate their love and we celebrate the fact that they can get that to them marriage is as disposable <laughs> as it is to us. You know, yes, as an ally, and you're I'll right. Say that. And the 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 central difference between these two and Lucas and Chris is that I like you these can get two. An annulment fast right. as hell. Right, I know. I was gonna say I like they them. are. Oh my god, do you think that are you like Chriselle and G are the like. The good, the 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 good to the demon. What is they're the, the angel. What is the, they're the angel and the Chris angel and to the devil. the devil. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Emma Hernan's right in the middle. She's got both on each side. Yeah. She's saying, "I'm dying. I've been waiting to post all day for this post all day." Meaning she knew, mm-hmm. covered in goosebumps since the moment I watched. Watched what? Watching your love is like watching the best love story in the world. I love you both to the moon and back. Congratulations. Like Emma's, like I was there. Mm-hmm. Emma's like, I'll cater your wedding. Empanadas. I think, yeah, Emma provided the empanadas at the wedding for sure. Chriselle posted, love doesn't always go as planned. Sometimes it's immeasurably better. Be Your Man is out now in LinkedIn stories. (laughs) Literally in the post in in which one of the slides is, 
a wedding kind of look we're married. She is begging you to go stream G Flip's new single, Be Your Man. Please go stream! Exclamation. I love you so much, G Flip. Please go stream. If you ever get the pleasure of meeting G, know that you are meeting one of the kindest, funniest, and most talented, hardworking people out there. Please go stream. I love you so much, G Flip. Uh huh. Will they break up? I don't know. In a couple of years and a couple of seasons? Doesn't matter. I don't know. Doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter, but I just wish they had separated this a little bit more from each of their respective careers. It's a little cloying. And it's a little like, there's all the time in the world, you know? Right. Like, why put these all on top of each other? It like was this? so nice. Like, I felt so good when I saw that. I was like, oh, good for them. And then when I realized the timing, I was sort of like, oh, well, eh. It, it, it took a little bit of the luster away. But, you know, we're going to watch season six of the show and be like, I love these two. I love these two. No, we're going to watch these two and fall in love with them on the show. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, babe, 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 babe. From what I heard, it's a lot of babes. A lot of babes. Babe, 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 babe. You are listening to Who's There with you, Colin. Sure, we'll be taking questions, comments, and concerns at 619. Who, them. Let's start with comments. Here we go. Hi, Bobby, Lucy, Timmy, long time, medium time. Um, you don't have to play this on the show, obviously, but um, I just had to pause the pod and let you know that Jerry Hollowell's husband, Christian Horner, has never actually driven in Formula One. He has been a driver before in one of the other leagues, but he is famous for being a team principal for Red Bull Racing, which is the current, like, best team on the grid. And um, team principal is kind of like the head coach. He's the guy in charge and kind of a, a memeable icon now in the sport. Um, but famously, not an F1 driver. So, and if you don't follow F1, I wouldn't expect you not, I, I wouldn't expect you to know that he's not a driver. I'm just impressed. You knew Jerry Hollowell's husband was at all connected. So, um, anyway, grateful for Sharna. French, French. You're wrong, but you're right. You're wrong, Thank but you you're so right. Much. I, this is a truly a person who gets me where knows I need to be rewarded for even knowing anything at all. <laughs> like, I, like I didn't know that. I thought he drove the car. I, I'm wrong about that. But you know what? This caller said, Lindsay, shout out to you for even knowing anything at all about anything. And I said, and to that, I say thank you. I need that support. So many calls about this, correcting Lindsay. But we played the one where they said, but Lindsay, you did good. <laughs> you also did good. <laughs> Well, also, too, he was like, as an F1 stand, Lindsay, you're, you could not be more wrong. But I'm just like trying to, in, I was trying to conjure any names involved with driving at all. And mm-hmm. I would say I got that far. And if I watched the show, maybe I would learn. But I'm not watching that show because no. I'm busy, you know? Busy watching Selling Sunset. I'm busy. Sunset. I got to watch season and- six of Selling Sunset. And I got to play 45,000 hours of Zelda. You know. Uh, Happy Tears of the time. Kingdom Day, everyone, by the way. I literally. Do you know how many hours of Zelda I have in for me? TV, it's not even going to be in my life anymore. ATV, sure. But not TV. Not TV. Are you going to play docked or are you going to play like on the device? How do you play well, Zelda? Well, I sold my TV. I think I told my TV oh, today. So I think TV. I'm going to be. I think I'm going to be handheld. Facebook Marketplace. So I either need to get a new TV. Yeah, I either need to get a new TV or I need to uh, haul ass to the to the TV store, the TV or I need store. to plan plan my thing. <laughs> just plan the thing. Maybe I'll bring maybe I'll bring my thing with me and I'll make people I'll plug into their TVs. <laughs> like I'm like Zelda, leave me alone. They can play with me. That'd be fun. A nice way to a nice yeah. way to make new friends. Yeah. Happy Zelda Day. Next calls. OMG, Bobby, I'm listening to this week's. Uh, who's there, and you're talking about the Little Richard concert at UT, which I 
was actually like part of the planning committee for and very vividly remember our president of the concert planning committee being like guys i have the act for this year and everyone was so excited because we thought it was going to be like i don't know like the yeah 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 with a walkman or somebody and he was like little richard <laughs> and everyone was like okay but then cut to like the day of the concert and we're getting everything prepped for little richard and he has this insane writer and like all of the things that he needs are like very goofy but like obviously we're going to accommodate and one of the things that he wanted was a wheelchair to take him like from his chauffeur vehicle to the stage and back <laughs> and all we could find was like the wide load wheelchair for like you know whatever and so the hallways the teeny tiny hallways at like the tower building we would be wheeling him through and my friend who was wheeling him in the wheelchair kept accidentally like bumping him into walls and every time his hand would like hit a wall he would go <gasps> and like remove his hand very quickly while also doing like a tutti frutti like <gasps> like it was incredible uh and yeah he was definitely at that point just like raking in the check like he wasn't doing much so really respect him i i am so glad and blessed to have had the opportunity to watch as his hands were almost uh yeah decapitated from his body um by my friend wheeling him around in a wide load wheelchair i uh, just thought you would enjoy that story love you both crunch crunch babies okay bye <laughs> so, so funny that's, so That's a good story. Bobby, I can't believe you just hooed Natasha Leggero. She and her husband, Moshe Kasher, are like my favorite Bobby Lindsay that aren't Bobby Lindsay and are also married. But still, come on. Natasha Leggero is a them. <sighs> crunch, crunch. She's not a them, but she does podcast with her tall husband. <laughs> So straight Bobby and Lindsay is like horrifying. But that's the thing is like straight Bobby and Lindsay doesn't work because it's like then they're married and mm-hmm. then it's like a podcast about like their defunctional, dysfunctional marriage or whatever. It's just like this is We're a. We're not potting about that. This is a, this is a tall guy. It's just like <laughs> a shorter that's a tall woman. guy. And a shorter woman. Which is. But I see which, it. Which to be fair, that is I Bobby Lindsay coded. That's mm-hmm. fine. Like it, that it, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to their show? Endless honeymoon? No, I don't. Mm. No, but I did know that she, like, the one of the things I knew about her, aside from the fact that she's a comedian, was that she, like, m- like met a guy, like, later mm-hmm. in her, like, not later in her life, but she got together with this guy, and they, like, launched a podcast, and he's a comedian, too, and something, something. Like, and I read, like, some profile. Something. I, like, skimmed some profile about them being, like, a cute couple. Married comics keep love alive with romance and roasting on Endless Honeymoon Podcast. It is funny because I'm like, while I understand like this caller is a fan of theirs and like they definitely have people who listen to this podcast, part of me is kind of like, is this what straight people do, like straight comedians do to keep their marriage alive? It's like start a podcast together and like work everything out on the podcast, you know? Like, is that part of it now? That sounds, that sounds true. That sounds, that sounds reasonable. I do, there is a podcast that I do listen to. The only podcast that I listen to like that is a couple, it's Naomi Ekparajan and her husband. And yeah. their podcast is pretty funny. 
I just feel like when I see a couple podcasting together, I look at them and I go, is this your, this is what you guys are, this is your thing, right? This is what you <laughs> yeah. guys are just working something out. Like, yeah. this is your, like, I'm not actually like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to interrupt. I just feel like you guys are just working something out. Like, that's how I, <laughs> literally how I feel when I see that. Like, no offense. I just, like, I don't think I need to be here for this, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's a, that's a big that's a big category of podcasts. Like two people, whether they're couples or friends, working things. It's they're working no, things out specifically. No, I don't think friends. No, no, no. I mean friends. What friends? I think is different. When I see a literal romantic couple that like ostensibly lives together and has podcasts together, I kind of am like, I'm gonna shut the door behind me. Like I'm just gonna <laughs> let you guys, you know, like work this. I shouldn't and be also listening to this. They, they have couples therapy on top of that. I'm kind of like, yeah. I don't know. Feels like a lot. You guys need to see if you need a third place to discuss. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm not listening. I will say that I'm not listening. <laughs> I don't need this. I don't need this. Thank you. Gosh, they're married. They're new parents, uh, and they've got a brand new Netflix special, uh, the honeymoon stand-up special. Here's uh, Moshe Kasher and Natasha Leggero. Nice to see you both. Hi. Thanks. Uh, Great to be here. So here's the, uh, this is what I envision. You guys were both stand-up comics on your own separate careers and trajectories. And is there like a chuckle hut in Davenport where you're like, oh, it's her. Oh, well, it wasn't a chuckle hut. We turned it from a chuckle hut into a, into a love hut. I see. Let's move on to questions. Here we go. Listen to this. Hi, ABLT. Long time, long time. Uh, there's a Diane Warren category on Jeopardy Masters on the episode from... Tuesday, May 9th, um, y'all should do it together and see if you get the answers right. All right, crunch, crunch. I got all of them. I think you could get all of them. So they okay. started from the bottom and went up, okay? Here okay. Listen. Uh, Diane Warren, 2000. Here's Diane Warren. I honored my own dad for believing in me and my music when I wrote Because You Love Me for this film in which Robert Redford played a news director who believed in Michelle Pfeiffer. That's me logging in. What is it? What is me buzzing in? What is clear and present danger? Is that the movie? You're so close. Listen to the real answer. It's been a minute. Up close and personal, the name of that movie. Amy? Oh, close. So close. Oh my God! Up close and personal, clear presentation. I've never seen it, but oh, I do. It's good. I it's good. No, I know. It's I know. Okay. okay I know Joan Didion piece. wrote it. No, yeah. but I knew she was a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Diane Warren, sixteen. Back to Diane. In a strange twist, both Leanne Rhymes and Trisha Yearwood were up for Grammys for my song from Con Air that asks this title question. What is what is what is how do I live? Got it. Amy got it too. <laughs> uh, Diane Warren, twelve. Here's Ms. Warren again. I actually had to get on my knees and beg Cher to record this 1989 hit, which worked out pretty nicely for both of us. Uh, what is wait. it? A song she wrote for Cher. Oh, what, what is, is believe? Did, no, did no, she no, no, believe? no, Matea. What's if I could turn back time? That's the song. Diane Warren, eight. Here's Diane. My song "Blame It on the Rain" was the last number one hit for this Euro pop duo before it was revealed that they didn't actually do their own singing. Blame it on the rain. I didn't sing it either. <laughs> what is it? Who is who is Billy Vanilli? <laughs> That's it. She gave Listen it away. Uh, Diane Warren, four. Finishing the category. 
One of the top films of the 90s was Armageddon, which features my song, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, the first number one hit for this group. And I don't want to miss a thing. What is it? Who, who is Aerosmith? Got it. All right. You only missed two, I think. I'm mad that I missed that one. I'm mad that I missed if I could turn back Calling time. and clear and present danger. danger. I mean, there's an argument, but to, there's an argument to be made that up close and personal could have been called clear and present danger. So I, I think I think it's the same movie. I think you could switch the titles for those two movies, and it would kind of make thematic it's sense. The same movie. It would be completely fine. It'd be totally fine. Okay, that was so fun. We should do more pop culture Jeopardy re- replays <laughs> on this show. Instead of writing our own quizzes, we should just play Jeopardy. Oh, God. Warren, Miss Atwater is here. She was an unknown. With nothing but ambition, he was the professional who'd done it all. You used to cover the White House. I'm appointing Ryan, the acting deputy director, intelligence. The finding clearly states that our assistance is limited to supply and advice only. What she needed to know. She eats the lens. He taught her. But then everything changed. I'm afraid if I dig any deeper, no one's going to like what I find. Harrison Ford. I'm appointing Ryan the acting deputy director intelligence. The finding clearly states that our assistance is limited to supply and advice only. Michelle Pfeiffer. When I asked you how long you could stay and you said long enough, how long is that? Touchstone Pictures presents the story of a woman on her way up, a man who helped her get there, and a love. There is no reason why it can't work. All you have to do is give it some space to work. They couldn't leave behind. I will not let you dishonor their memories by telling me you had nothing to do with it. Do you want to be with me? I didn't know that. You know I didn't know that. This summer's most electrifying motion picture. Clear on present danger. And personal. Lindsay, you're in my apartment. You're sitting on my couch right yep. now. Oh, my God. Wow. What does it smell like? Nothing. Nothing. And the cats are around. And I don't really have a scent. And so the cats I, are around. I would be annoyed. I'm like, well, doesn't it smell like my scent? But there's no scent, really. And there's the cats are like, around. The cats are around. You said hi to the cats. I saw them. They're here. It's not like you're hiding them from me. Yeah. So that I don't smell them. They're here. It doesn't smell like cat anything. Doesn't smell like You cat. would tell me, it right? It doesn't smell like poopy or peepee. You would tell me, right? No, I would. You would. I wouldn't have sat here recording this podcast if I could smell cat urine. I know, and you can't smell cat urine, so you can comfortably record a podcast around cats because Pretty Litter makes it so that my house doesn't smell like fucking cat. Yeah. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month without clumping. That means no more wasting litter. And it gives me peace of mind because in addition to trapping odor, the crystals change color if it detects early warning signs of illness in your cats. So when you go to the vet, you can say, well, the crystals turned this color. That could mean this color. And they like hearing it. They like Plus, hearing it, it ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space in my little apartment. And even better, I don't have to like lug stuff all the way from the store up the elevator and the stairs into my apartment. I count on Pretty Litter to keep my house smelling fresh and clean. And you can too. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You know that Bobby and I live in New York City. If there's anything we like talking about other than like, you know, what are the hot restaurants? It's apartments. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. 
I could talk about apartments for hours. <laughs> Where? What's in it? What do you want? How much? Landlords. Blah, what are your blah, mandatories? Blah. Laundry and building? Oh, my God. You have a washer and dryer in the unit? Never heard of such a thing. Oh, my goodness. I don't need it. But you know I do need? Dishwasher. You and I do need? Oh, I take a dishwasher. Light. I take a dish. Uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, I take a dishwasher over a washer and dryer in a heartbeat. In a in washer a, dryer in a New any York day. minute, baby. Any day. Do you need a balcony? No, I find balconies overrated. I think they're a scam. I think balconies are a scam to <laughs> make people feel like they have extra value. Maybe you're like no carpets. Maybe you're like I need hard floors. Maybe you're like I have a pet. I need somewhere to put my pet. These are all the things that you need to know when you're looking for an apartment. And using apartments.com means you can filter in and filter out whatever you want mm-hmm. and you don't want when you're searching for apartments. And that is yep. crucial. Features like favorites has the listings that stood out to you so you can revisit them and won't lose what could be an amazing future home. Visit apartments.com. The place to find a place. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, it was just announced earlier today that Robert De Niro um, had his seventh child at the age of 79, um, but they have not released the name of the mother yet, although just Jared is reporting that it's possibly Tiffany Chen. Um, I did actually do a casual little Google on her to save you guys some time, but it sounds like she was the Tai Chi instructor from instructor from the movie The Intern, which I don't know sends me to like a different planet. I just can't imagine being like, you know, some kind of fitness instructor, just meeting Robert De Niro and then locking in your life with him. I don't know. Do we have any more info on her? That's all. Crunch, crunch. I don't know how locked this is, but (laughs) I I will say is that everyone is up in arms about Nick Cannon. Everybody is uh, so offended by Nick Cannon Mm -hmm. this, Nick Cannon that. Robert De Niro is 79 (laughs) on his seventh child. We should be looking over here. We should be turning our attention to this I don't want to give either of them too much attention, but this is kind of funny. Bob De Niro has a 51-year-old child, by the and way. And a zero-year-old. <laughs> and a zero. And a zero. He has a, he has a child who could be a different one of his child's grandfather, even uh-huh. great-grandfather, if it really got compacted. Yeah. My mom called me recently and was like, oh, I just want to let you know, I just saw – she saw – oh, God, it was actually depressing. She saw someone I went to elementary school with at a funeral and goes, I ran into uh-huh. so-and-so. Who's my age, like was uh-huh. in my grade in elementary school. Uh-huh. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, okay. Like, okay, why are you calling me? She's a grandmother. And I was like, oh, God. What? <laughs> and she was like, she's a grandmother. Her daughter just gave birth. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I and I was I like, know. wait a minute. And I was sort of like, why, wait, what? I thought there was going to be something else. And she was like, I was going to text you, but I thought it'd be more fun she's to call. a grandmother. <laughs> she's a she grandmother. Your... I mean, I haven't seen this woman in like 20 years, 30, 25 years. So Bob Nero now has child zero and child 51. He is 79. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend, we could almost guarantee that it's a girlfriend who's the Tai Chi instructor from it's gotta be. Well, the we, intern. We got confirmation from someone. And do you know who that someone was? Because Bob De Niro said he had a new kid, but he didn't say Tiffany Chen is the mom. He was doing a like a junket, and the person interviewing him said this. Listen, this is actually quite funny. 
Listen, I know you have six kids, um, but like, have you I just had a baby. seven? Oh my goodness! Congratulations. That's how it. Oh, actually, I have seven. <laughs> I have seven. Oh my goodness! You're having another kid? That's insane. So when this was announced, it was like, well, the it stands to reason that this new child um, was birthed by Tiffany Chen, who is his girlfriend whom he met on the set of The Intern because she was a Tai Chi instructor. In case you haven't seen The Intern a million times like I have, it begins and ends with Robert De Niro doing Tai Chi because it helps center him. Yes, obviously. It starts with him doing it alone in the park. It ends with him doing it with uh, Anne Hathaway in in the park. In a class with his future girlfriend. With his future girlfriend, Tiffany Chen. Okay? The person who confirmed that it was Tiffany was none other than co-star of that movie about my father, Kim Cattrall, Samantha herself. Someone asked her about the baby, and she goes, God bless him. His significant other, Tiffany, is such a beautiful woman. She came to the set once with her family and watched filming, and was so gorgeous and sweet. She spilled the beans. She spilled the beans. She spilled the beans. Because Robert isn't out here talking about Tiffany. But Kim said, we love Tiffany. And she's a martial arts instructor in real life. It's funny that we are all sort of, like, Hmm. gagged by this when this is one of the tales as old as time. You know, like... An old man just keeps on fucking and having kids until he literally takes his last breath. It's true. And I did look up. I did. This is his seventh kid. Nick Cannon's at 12. So I I do think Nick Cannon is more of a danger in terms of repopulating the earth with his spawn because he's at 12 in the in the 40s. Bob's at seven in his 70s, -hmm. late 70s. So he doesn't have much more to go. He can't do much more seed spreading. You know, (laughs) Nick Cannon spreading. See, Nick Cannon could double that number before we even turn our backs. You know what I mean? The interesting thing about this to me, though, is that this comes two years after a very high profile like legal battle. Grace Hightower is the woman with whom Robert De Niro was with for the longest time. They had some kids together. They were together. They broke up. They were together. They broke up. Finally, they're officially getting divorced. He's with Tiffany Chen. And this divorce is apparently quite messy because he owes a lot of like spousal support payments, like alimony payments. I think some child support stuff too, maybe, but mostly it's just like alimony yeah. payments to and her. And so when you her. when you see some silly Bob De Niro movies in the next few years, you can uh, you can count you can yes. talk that up to some of that. Yeah. And so in 2021, at this hearing, his lawyer was saying that because of this relationship, because of how much money this woman demands. Because she has a quote thirst for Stella McCartney, my oh, client. Oh, oh, wait, wait, that's what quote, he said. Quote, quote thirst for Stella well, McCartney. Okay, taste. Okay, here is what the okay, lawyer taste. said. Caroline Krauss told a Manhattan judge this quote: "Mr. De Niro is seventy-seven years old, and while he loves his craft, he should not be forced to work at this prodigious pace because he has oh, to. When does that stop? stop? When does the when does he get the opportunity to not take every project that comes along and not work six day weeks, twelve hour days, so he can keep pace well, with Miss Hightower's thirst for and selling- divorce your wife? Well, exactly." So this is sort of like you just complained about working too much to pay for your old wife. Meanwhile, you just had a baby with a new woman right after you said that you can't afford to keep working and paying for this thing. I'm just like, this guy, he. I'm sorry, this makes I, no don't sense. I don't feel bad for a, a rich Hollywood actor who no. has to work into his 80s because he's having kids into his 80s. Mm-hmm. Maybe stop having kids into your 80s if you don't have to pay for them. Mm-hmm. Also, he. <laughs> He's behind on his taxes, so he's also making money. This is classic. Oh, this is classic no. rich celebrity stuff. 
where it's like i think you yeah. just get used to a certain lifestyle and then you just overspend 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 well, then your accountants true, like true, get true. A little, make things a little messy for you and then by the end it's of it it's just funny because we're going to be seeing some really shitty bob de niro movies in the next few years and you're going to know exactly why because you heard it here first on who we've Weekly. been seeing shitty bob de niro movies for the past I 10 know, years for years i know the intern was kind of a was a respite you know yes. it was kind of good I and it. then we have Sebastian Maniscalco, Robert De Niro in About My Father. About My Father. My parents are inviting us to the summer place for the big 4th of July weekend. I can't leave my father. This is the first summer since we have to say goodbye to your dear mother. And you're going to leave me to burn the spotless and eat the hot dogs alone. Why don't we just bring him? Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, long time, long time. I live in L.A., kind of close to where Sony and Amazon Studios are, and on this, like, one back street near me, there are two Priyanka Jonas, Chopra, Chopra Jonas um, billboards for two different movies, and so I'm kind of just, like, wondering, is this the Priyanka songs or, like, what's going on? Like, it's kind of crazy. They're literally, I'll try to send you guys pictures, but they are literally like a hundred feet away from each other. If even, um, just kind of random almost. I don't know. Would love to hear your thoughts. Crunch, crunch. Well, can she have a sauce if she never, but she never happened once. What's the, you can't have a sauce. Sans means you have to have happened and you're happening again, no? I think Quantico was sort of like the first era because everyone was like, Priyanka Chopra is the next big but thing. It hasn't even Look been, at this. I'm sorry. We can't it's give been like eight we can't years. The, we can't do the Priyanka Sans. Sans belongs to like actors who are like old. Like she's still under 40. Like she's like. She's under 50. Sans is like, you know, literally an actor like coming back from the like from the dead to be like. I do think Priyanka never went away, but I feel like... Right, because you have to do a lot of shitty stuff to have a renaissance, is what I'm saying. Like, and she hasn't really done shitty stuff. No. Ever. I think what you're talking about is just kind of the like slow to slow to superstardom that it almost feels like a little bit that she has, even though she's like no undoubtedly an A-list actress. Because I think the press that Priyanka Chopra has gotten in the United States... Since she first got her high-profile thing, which was Quantico, she has been treated as though she is much more famous than she is, which has worked to her benefit. But it's also revealed the fact that, like, no, her trajectory to fame has actually been sort of normal and kind of slow and kind of expected. Yes. And now that she's getting this big movie, which was a flop, but every movie's a flop, so I don't judge her, and a big TV show at the same time is kind of just, I think indicative of the fact that like she kind of has just been working steadily until she got bigger gigs just like everyone else you know just like everyone else yes love again is a flop i will see it but citadel which is her amazon show is huge so citadel is actually performing Mm -hmm. well enough where they're like bragging about it and no one ever tells you what like these hours actually mean or like Oh, social interest. What does this actually mean? But it is like high up on the IMDb movie meter. She's high up on the IMDb star meter. And I don't think that counts for nothing. But I think you're exactly right about the like, she's been trying to happen for a really long time. And I think that that is something that is weirdly not part of the narrative Mm -hmm. somehow. They want every time she needs to be a breakthrough, you know? Right. She got, she has been getting the ultimate a-list press for as long as she's been here but her career has just sort of been like keeping up you know like her actual work has just been rising steadily i think i think Uh there's just like a weird disconnect between the way she was she's been written about and the way that she's actually been like working having said that 
I do think she's mm-hmm. A-lister, and I do think she can, like, sell a thing. I think that all of this would have happened with or without Nick Jonas. I think Nick Jonas was just a plus, and I think that their relationship is begrudgingly, I find it kind of cute. I think he's sort of a non-entity in all of this. A net positive, maybe. A net positive, but she doesn't need him. For proof of this, I was like, how high is she on famous birthdays? And I was like, just in terms of, like, famous actresses, because famous birthdays does do the gender binary here. She's number 21 on the list of famous actresses. It's so funny. The list of 24 famous actresses in order on famous birthdays. I'm just going to start from the bottom and go up. 24, Amber Heard. 23, Mila Kunis. 22, Winona Ryder. 21, Priyanka Chopra. 20, Florence Pugh. Anna Kendrick. Emma Stone. Lily Rose Depp. Margot Robbie. Lindsay Lohan. Anne Hathaway, Alexa Demi, Haley Steinfeld, Kristen Stewart, Elizabeth Olsen, Vanessa Hudgens at number nine, most famous movie actress, eight, Sydney Sweeney, Joey King at seven, Megan Fox at six, Megan Fox at six, Scarlett Johansson at five, Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Lawrence, Marilyn Monroe at two, Marilyn Monroe at two, and number one, Emma Watson. You can stop, you can stop reading there. What is, you can stop reading there. Emma Watson. There. Emma Watson. I think she is a them, though. To, and, and to no, answer the, I, the question, there's, there's no, no Priyanka Sans. It's just, it's there's been the no slow, question. steady rise of Priyanka Chopra. But I but I, I, I take offense at the, the Priyanka Sans of it all because I don't think you can have a Sans if your career is still, like, in the growing phase. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't go anywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? To have a Sans, you have to be, like... I don't know. Like you have to, have, you had to have essentially retired, or like really, go, like you, or you had to have fallen out of favor. She's never fallen out of favor. She's never fallen out of favor. When Sylvester Stallone got that movie, that show that everybody started watching all of a sudden, what's it called? Like um, Tulsa, Tulsa, King. like <laughs> Tulsa. That's, that's that's what's it called? Vaguely, Clear and present danger. <laughs> that's vaguely a slyassance. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because he been do, he's been doing shit for years. Yeah, you know, like complaining about Creed, like you know, that's a, right. Focusing right. on his daughters, you know. <laughs> they're still the reality show is still happening. Did you see they're doing a premiere event at um some restaurant we both got invited to? Not going, but like do, they're doing. It's like it's we got coming, invited to a show. premiere of the Stallone sisters show, and we didn't yeah, go. We did. We well, it, yeah. When is it? Well. No, because it's like they sent it to you like the day before. It's tomorrow. It's today. Oh, it's today. It's annoying. It's like, who's free today? You and a guest are invited to join the Stallone family at Torisi for a VIP cocktail party to celebrate the debut of their new Paramount Plus docuseries, The Family Stallone. I still don't want to go to Torisi to to have a photo invite with one of the many daughters of Sylvester Stallone. I would eat Torisi food. I would wait in the line to eat Torisi food. But the thing is, they're saying, they're saying. Hi, Sistine. Or (laughs) <laughs> they're saying hors d'oeuvres and I don't trust that that's going to be like you're you'd right. show up and you'd be like are you fucking kidding me with you're this you're like like I want a plate of pasta yeah that's I'm gonna what I'm get saying like, be I'm going to get like a rainbow cookie I'm going to get a rainbow cookie and a piece <laughs> of bread say, hey Sistine hey Sistine <laughs> but that you're right that's a sly sans hey BLT Melora Harden has released a line of wallpaper I have never heard of this who side hustle before I am completely obsessed with it not wallpaper. I have to I have to read just the first sentence and a half of her Instagram post. Her first sentence and a half announcing this would just like if you didn't know the context, it's incredible. I love So her. excited I love to her. announce something I am very passionate about. The next words. My wallpaper is finally available for purchase. 
I've never heard. This is a new one. This My new. wallpaper story birds by storyboards by Melora Hardin is finally available for purchase. I've always loved and created collage wall art since I was a kid. I love expressing myself visually, and it always keeps me creatively stimulated, especially while on location between filming scenes <laughs> for the bold type. <laughs> Babe, that show's she, been canceled for years. You don't need to promote it. She was collaging well, in her trailer. Can you imagine walking into Melora's trailer? Melora, where you need you on set, and she's fucking collaging. She's collaging. That woman is like clearly single-handedly keeping Mod Podge alive. The thing about Melora is what I love about her spawn, which now we've like covered repeatedly, and she's had a slew of it, is that I genuinely think that the spawn that she does is stuff that she likes. Mm-hmm. And she is really she's doing it. Obviously, there's money involved, and I think that's cool. But I also think a lot think of this is cool. like very inherent to her nature, where she's like wants to work with this, wants to do that, and is very much like, I can be a really good spokesperson for you. Mm-hmm. Because this is like, I've always been a collage artist, but my my collages became more of a serious and passionate endeavor when I was making my documentary, Hunter's Thunder, working title, about the real-life serendipity that led to an unlikely, deep, and healing friendship that uncovers a long, silent secret, secret and explores and celebrates how women heal and hold one another up. What? I gotta see. She doesn't give many details about this documentary that she's working on. It's a working title, it says. I gotta say, though, when I saw this, I was like, I bet you Lindsay likes this wallpaper. (laughs) I like it. I don't hate it. Right. It's not like, it's not like hideous. I don't hate it. It's actually kind of cool. It's very statement wall. It's Mm -hmm. very. Have you ever tried to install like sticky wallpaper? It's No, you told me not to. On you t- you literally told you see me TikToks to and not Instagrams. do that. Ooh, a statement wall. Just get this sticky wallpaper, <laughs> and then you get the wallpaper, and then you you're like, this is gonna be so easy, and it's yeah. instantly the most harrowing harrowing experience of your yeah. entire life. There's bubbles everywhere. You can't do it. You start screaming. So she was interviewed by. I mean, let's describe the collages. They're large format. They're big. It's like how do you describe collages? You have like one that's like water and a angels lady and with rainbows a, and with a sharp rainbow edges. and wings and then a bridge and then the rocks and then a birds and then a thing. So I was reading her um, architectural digest interview, which is which just came out this week, conducted by Rachel Davies, and the headline is Melora Hardin's home is a treasure trove of wallpaper and coronation heirlooms. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. What? Coronation heirlooms. And she mentions, <laughs> well, first mean? of all, she says this cute story, which I was like, God, that sounds amazing. She and her husband uh, sit in the jacuzzi every single night. Also, celebrities lie. Sit in the jacuzzi every single night and talk about their day before they go to bed, before they go to bed. Yeah, yeah, And I was yeah. like, wait. Okay, watching Love. Love is, they're watching Love is Blind, but sure, whatever. And they I was like, in the jacuzzi. who is Melora Hardin's husband? Because she mentions him twice in this. His name is Gildart Jackson. They've been married since 1997. And there's another line in here where she says, what is the oldest thing in your house? Oh, my God. I have a lot of old things at my house. My husband's grandfather was knighted by Queen Elizabeth and attended her coronation. Where he what? was given a chair with her favorite color of blue velvet and her initials embroidered on the top. We have that what? and lots of other amazing antiques. I love antiques. Wait, she has a chair from Queen Elizabeth in her house? Yeah, because her husband's grandfather was knighted. I can't find her husband's grandfather's name anywhere. He's locked it well, down. But he's also sucks. an actor who's 
weirdly best known for being an audiobook narrator and he has an Instagram mm-hmm. account where he just reads for an hour every day by the fire and he still <laughs> does it. He reads okay, public you know domain I books. I believe that Melora Hardin and her husband who reads in the books every, every day, day for an hour sit in the jacuzzi every day and talk about their day. Absolutely. Hello and welcome to Fireside Reading. Imagine getting home from your busy day and curling up to some of the greatest stories ever written read to you in front of the fire. Great literature. The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Poem. What will survive of us is love. Children's book. Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits. Speech. And guess what? They don't need a podcast together. <laughs> because no. they sit in the jacuzzi every night and talk to each other about their day. They don't need a podcast together. They don't need it. Having said that... <laughs> I love her voice, and he has a and he has one that he has already monetized. I'd listen to it. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. When we announced our latest tour dates, I said, "Well, all I have to do is get these on the website, and that's going to take me literally thirty seconds. It's going to take me maybe shorter than this ad goes on to update our." tour dates on the website and making it easy for everyone to go buy tickets to see us in London and Dublin. And we wouldn't have been able to do that without Squarespace. I know. And then when we added a new date, you said, Bobby, can you update the poster? And then I sent you the new poster and then you just put it back on the Squarespace. Yeah. Because you can just drag and drop. I uploaded it. It was incredible. There it is. You can buy tickets right on our Squarespace. That's right. It's the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place, all in your terms. I know. We've got the contact form, which is used all the time. People always contact us through the Squarespace contact form, which we love. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to embed stuff, as we said. A feature that you love using when we're testing stuff out which is like password protect pages if you're not ready to launch them. You love putting a password on a page and being like, check this, make sure it's okay. But it's very helpful. Yes, of course I have to do yeah. that for testing, for beta yeah. testing. It's very Gotta nice. make sure it's right. You use it for beta testing, but you could also just like make pages private. If you don't want to like put every episode of like your secret podcast on your Squarespace, just put it behind the paywall. <laughs> oh my God. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, Go to squarespace.com slash who, W-H-O, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Um, hi, Lindsay Bobby. I'm just calling from uh, the bathroom at work at 6.30 a.m. because I saw a headline um, that said, uh, Marsha Gay Harden says that all her kids are queer, which I thought was fun because um, her middle name is Gay. <laughs> um, it also reminded me of a fun fact about Marsha Gay Harden, which is that her dad, her brother, and her ex-husband all have the name Thaddeus. So her kids, their dad, their grandpa, and their uncle are all named Thaddeus. Um, okay, crunch, crunch. It is funny that our middle name is Gay, isn't it? <laughs> pretty it's funny. fucking hilarious. It's pretty funny. Good for Marsha Gay Harden. Went on the Dragons and Dangerous Telethon, helped them raise like almost like half a million dollars. Our next guest is, well, she's done it all. She's a three-time Emmy-nominated star of television, a Tony Award-winning Broadway star, and an Academy Award winner for Pollock. And of course, Flubber. (laughs) Flubber? I hardly know her. Please welcome the only gay that doesn't give me a hard-on, Marsha Gay Harden! (laughs) So happy you're here. Oh my God. Uh, so Marsha, yes. you really 
it's so extraordinary that you got here and you went above and beyond uh, to be with us today. I'm just curious, what drives you to be such an incredible ally and advocate for our community? This is such a crazy question because I don't see what the big problem is. Yeah. What is the big problem? Why are we even having to do this to advocate for human beings and lifestyle and imagination and creativity? But what, what, it, what drives me is because it's right because yeah. what is happening right now is wrong and the reductive behavior in the states that's happening right now is wrong. What drives me is my children are all queer. My eldest child is non-binary, my son is gay, my youngest um, is uh, fluid and you know, they're my kids and I, they teach me every day. Absolutely. Who do I not want to mess with? Marsha Gay Harden. <laughs> the, I just was dying at the tweet where it was like, Marsha Gay Harden reveals all our kids are queer. <laughs> Wasn't there some sort of quote afterwards? Like, and our kids are I so cute. Them. One's wearing a little top hat. It's so cute. Harden is mom to Yulala, Julita, and Hudson, whom she shares with director Thaddeus Sheol. It's like everyone's name is like <laughs> a journey. Yulala, Julita, Hudson, and Thaddeus Sheol. No one's no one's getting off scot free here in this family. We're all gay. <laughs> or all our names are impossible. Now, have you ever put your mom in drag? Not in drag, no. Uh -huh. uh, that's something that we might do soon. Okay. I'm like, hello, my middle name is Gay. Thank you. <laughs> Come on. What would you say Slime. is your favorite Marsha Gay Harden performance? And is she a who or a them? I think Marsha Gay Harden is a them. Okay. Do you don't know? No, I, I think I'm. I think I'm fine with that. I would have. I would have accepted like prestige who, but no, I think she's been around long enough that she's a them for sure. <sighs> she's an Oscar. And my favorite Marsha Gay Harden performance is, well, you know she's slay on the morning show. <laughs> Maggie, not my Maggie on the morning ever. show, number one journalist. No um, one's ever been a journalist. I mean, come on, if we're being real, First Wives Club. Who she? She's a psych. She's a psychiatrist, right? She's like, hit me, hit me, Annie, hit me, Annie. Yes. Yeah, that's a yes. good one. Yes. Yes, and then she fucks the husband. That is a good one. Grow from love. Screw the world. Work from love. Okay. Work from love. Good. Grow from love. Grow from love. Screw the world. I can't say that. I'm sorry, Leslie. Annie? Uh, what? Annie, you are still doing it. I know. You have a problem with unexpressed anger. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's good. She, oh, God, She does right. a lot of TV. I think that's also the thing with her is that she's on TV for I a did long watch, time. She's always I on TV. I did watch three episodes of, um, what's the one? So Help Me, Todd. I did watch three episodes of that. I did watch three episodes of that. No, I think I think my favorite I think my favorite Marsha Gay Harden I'm scrolling through her IMDb. It's probably lame. It's probably you know what it is? It's it's either Mona Lisa Smile Mystic or, River. No, it's either oh. Mona Lisa Smile or it's uh, -huh. uh, uh -huh. Miller's Crossing. Which I love. Which I love Miller's Crossing. Oh, she's so she's so fun in Miller's Crossing. Okay, Marsha Gay Harden, them, all of her children are queer. Love that. Who else was at this telethon? Yes. We had performances from Margaret Cho, Adam Lambert, Charlize Theron, Sarah Silverman, and Melissa McCarthy. Uh -huh. All of those. Yes. Thems, I think. Even Adam Lambert. I feel like Adam Lambert like is themmy right? at this right? point. But I don't know. Mm, I don't know. We're being generous. What about Michelle? Know. Oh, oh, that's hard. That's because she's kind of niche mm -hmm. them. Like, well, that's how them, I feel about really. kind of the drag queens. Like, I look at these names like Bob the Drag Queen. Jinx Monsoon. And yeah. to me, I think, well, that's them. Even though I don't really watch Drag Race, I'm familiar with these people. Are Drag Race contestants thems, though? 
Well, this is a conversation we've had before where it's like, is there a drag queen who's a them? And it's like, yes, RuPaul. it's RuPaul. And has anyone since RuPaul, you know, kind of cr- gotten enough, you know, buzz to be a them? And it's like even the biggest drag queens, you, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Because it's like even it's like, like Bravo you know, or something. It's um, like Bravo celebrities. Shangela was in Star is Born and like but but uh, I don't know. There even ha- there even hasn't been like a breakout drag queen to have like a scandalous story even or like a, a tabloid well, thing. Like no drag queens are like you know like yeah. there was one about Shangela just recently, but I saw that. I fucking saw that. Yeah the the kind of bravo celebrity thing where it's like you either get into trouble big enough where it becomes a thing or you may, or you date somebody actually famous or whatever that hasn't happened in the drag queen mm-hmm. world and weirdly as big as drag has gotten it still feels a little bit contained yeah i'm willing to say know. that the drag queens are somehow a little themier I, I don't know that i'm willing to call like the winning drag queens on rupaul's drag race thems but i think they yeah. make me think of Bravo because it feels like you have to be part of this very small bubble. Not very small bubble, but very contained bubble to get it. But there's a difference with Drag Race because the Bravo liberties, their entire lives play out on TV seasonally. Like season by season by season by season. The drag queens kind of just get one, maybe an All-Stars or something. They do so much outside of the show that I think it's a little demier. You know, like the drag queens are yeah. are queens outside the like confines of RuPaul's like drag queen infrastructure they make their own way they kind of have to they're forced to because you can't just do everything there so because of that I think and there's not like a traditional places. route for yes. them either right that's true so I that's think it's true. a little them but I also think like I think it's still kind of a niche area hi Lindsay Bobby Timmy um I would like uh I have a question it is um can you rank the bop it sounds from who to them um the ones that I think there are are bop it Twist it, pull it, and pass it. Um, there's flick it. Yeah, flick it. I'm I'm hearing from uh, an outside source that there's also flick it. Maybe there are more. Um, crunch, crunch. <laughs> have, we, have we ranked Bop uh, it? Yeah, we, we just had a text, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy, have we ranked Bop it before? But I accidentally didn't finish the <laughs> have word. We have we ranked Bop it before? Have we ranked Bop it before? <laughs> have we ranked okay, Bop it before? It's just funny. <laughs> so the Bop it, Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> Have, have we, we bopped it? Before? Timmy's like, I'm, I have so much to do. Timmy says, maybe. Unhelpful. It's fine. The original bop it is just twist it, bop it, pull it. That's it. Well, then also pass it. Hey, want to play a game that's really challenging? Like what? Like bop it. It commands. Cool. You obey. Bop it. <laughs> twist it. Pull it. Oh, man, it. that looks easy. Have it. Sure, it looks easy. Bop it. But it's not. Because it goes, meh. When, when you pass it, it goes, meh. Okay. Can you list them in the doc? It's, oh, it's bop it, twist it, pull it, pass it, flick, flick it. it. We're not okay, doing the bop the it extreme. No, it? we're not doing the bop it extreme. We're just doing bop okay. it, twist it, pull it, pass it. I just need it. to make sure I'm in my mind. I'm doing bop all it. the activities. Bop it. Twist it. Pull it. Pull it. Pass it. Pass it. Bop it's number one. Bop it's the okay. for sure. Bop it is, a th- I think the hooeyest is pass it because like that actually is the one that like gags you. You're like, you, you always forget the pass it like, is happening because you're so focused on the where bops. Where do I pass it? So it goes bop it, twist okay. it, pull and it, I pass think, it. That's it. Wait, but from, that's from them yeah. to who? Bop it, twist it, pull it, pass it. I feel like so I'm. From who to them, it's pass it. You think twist it is who we, is them or than pull it? Twist it. Pull it is, pull okay. it is weird. Do you have a reason for that? That's just, you it, think pull it's it just the weird. first one that comes to mind. 
and it's the most interesting okay. it's the most interesting sort of move it requires like more motion with your wrist and stuff have you ever done one that's like yell at it or something like it, because we can do like sound like have you ever done one where it's like sound re- reacts to sound that'd be cool right yeah it's like d like, flat it's like f sharp like, <laughs> or like, like sing to it or like yell at Whisper. it chastise it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> tell it you Passive love aggression. it like, yeah 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 that'd be slur <laughs> that would be no, right? no slur. No slur. Okay. Uh, no calling your boppet a slur. Okay. Okay. Can we, we be done? done? Can we We're be done. done, please? Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There? Our Weekly Call In Show. Keep calling in at 619 Who Then? Believe questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, a Discord server, commentary track, uh commentary tracks newsletters and more we're talking about eurovision the episode's gonna drop we're gonna try to drop it soon after we record it today we're doing a full eurovision run through rundown for the finals you're gonna be ready it's gonna be out friday ready for the finals on yes saturday 3 p.m eastern so subscribe on apple Podcasts for that or at patreon.com slash who weekly Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our read a theme song on Mondays, Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing and answering questions like, have we ranked Bop It before? We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. See ya. Bye. You will say that. Everywhere I'm looking now, I'm surrounded by your snatched waist. Annie, I can see your sleigh load. You know you're my halfway. You're surfing but not showing whole. It's written up all over the place. Annie, I can feel your sleigh load. Not proud of it's Versace. Sleigh load, sleigh load, sleigh load. Sleigh load, sleigh load, sleigh load. Sleigh load. <laughs> Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Um, I just want to say I don't live in New York, but I stand in solidarity with the people in New York who somehow um, got the set-it-and-forget-it feature of um, gas pumps um, removed forever because I am one of those people who set it and forget it and then drove away and then the hose came off and there was gas leaking, and I had to pay a bunch of money. So it wasn't easy for them to fix. So I just think that, you know, with that knowledge, it can happen to everyone in New York and in Canada, specifically for me. So I just think, you know, it's probably for the best because I wouldn't wish that humiliation as a busy gas station on anyone. So, yeah, with that, Lindsay Podcaster. Here's a, here's, a, here's a game. Here's an idea for a game. Yacht or not. Scar Joe Yummy Pop. <laughs>